0: When our children were quite young, Deborah and I had that uh, unfortunate and all too often, maybe for you, familiar challenge of trying to get our kids to say thank you. Uh, Usually, I think you know the routine. Usually, you have to say something like, What do you say, kids? We got so tired of asking that question that we decided to make a little game of it and uh, try something nonverbal. Maybe it wouldn't embarrass us as much or the kids as much or sound so strained and forced. So so we would call their name and then we'd rub the corner of an eye. (laughs) And we'd wait for those wonderful words. Something wrong with your eye, dad? Oh, thank you. You know, we could coax those words out, but you can't really instill gratefulness. All you can do is try to help them in the expression of that gratefulness. And it's a challenge, not just for kids, but I would suggest for all of us who are kind of raised in an independent, self-sufficient, all-American mentality, we... We find it hard, I think, to recognize that we need something that is given to us and we don't deserve it. We didn't earn it. And it's hard to say thank you when all that is packed into it. And yet saying thanks, we're told with many studies that are done regularly, saying thanks, being thankful, expressing it, is really good for us. Uh, People who are grateful and express that gratefulness are healthier and happier than other people who don't. It's even been shown that if you pretend to be grateful, it triggers pleasurable, positive chemistry in our brains. So even pretending has some value. I'm just glad that our nation decided early on first president and nailed it down with Abraham Lincoln. Our our nation decided to set aside a day, a holiday each year to give thanks. In the words of Abraham Lincoln to do it for Thanksgiving and praise to our beneficent father who dwelleth in the heavens. I mean that was the call of our nation to take this holiday and direct our thanks to God. It's almost like our heavenly parent is saying, what do you say, kids? I don't know if he ever rubs his eye, but he would like to have us not need that prompting and to just be a grateful people and to be able to enter into Thanksgiving without any external prompting, but somehow we need that. We just need the structure to remind us of the importance of giving thanks. So the text that was read this morning is kind of a call to give thanks, but I think it gives a great pattern for us to follow, and I'd like to have us work through it, and I say work literally because I'd like to turn this sermon into a bit of a workshop, if you'll let me this morning. The first word that I'd like to focus on, and there's a number of commands in this text if you have it open, there's 10 commands. The first command I'd like us to look at is actually the last, and so we'll work backwards. Verse 12, remember. Remember the wonderful works he has done, his miracles, and the judgments he uttered. Remember. My sense is that there'll be no thanksgiving this week or any day of the year if there isn't at first a remembering. Israel was called to remember all that God had done and said and so they wrote it down in what we call the Old Testament. We could go to the New Testament we have Jesus saying, do do this in remembrance of me. There's There's a need to remember all that God has done for us we too need to start Thanksgiving just by taking the time to remember to think through clearly what God has done for us it's in that remembering that we find Thanksgiving really starting and so in this workshop Today, I would like us to begin to remember, to begin to to list, if you would, maybe there in your bulletin on a side or some sheet that you have available. Begin to think with me for a few minutes some of the things that we can be grateful for, that we can thank God for. Uh, Maybe they are big things this year. Maybe it's not just this year. You go back on your life and you think of, of important things like, Life changing healings or directions we sense from God or provisions when we thought all was lost, He provided something we needed. Maybe it's His protection from something that could have taken us down and didn't. Maybe you're just thankful for the Cubs winning the World Series. Whatever it might be, list, list some of those crisis events in your life that that you can be grateful for this morning. But I would encourage you to not stop with the bigger items but think of the little things, the everyday things, the ordinary things that we often take for granted and forget. Maybe it's just waking up and getting up and having food and shelter and clothes and family and friends. Had a bite of a Snickers bar with my grandson on Friday. Just the the little things of life that bring joy to you. Have you forgotten some of those? It's good to remember and not take those for granted. I'd like to suggest another category if you're listing them there. Um, Think of this. The, The things we can be thankful around, those things we're not so thankful for you know the Apostle Paul said give thanks in all circumstances the way I understand that he's not saying give thanks for all things because some things are just plain bad and we're not going to give thanks for those but even in that bad situation can we find things to be thankful for is there some good maybe through and around that which is bad it may take a little more creativity but I would lift up the example I've had from Matthew Henry, the pastor and Bible commentator some 300 years ago, was robbed one day. He did not thank God for the fact that he was robbed. But he went on to list these things. He says, I thank God that although I was robbed, I've never been robbed before. That's creative thanksgiving. That although my money was taken, my life wasn't that although they took all my money I didn't have very much and although it was them that did the robbing it it wasn't me that did the robbing and he was grateful for those things you see even in the beaten up robbed Matthew Henry he could find some things to give thanks for and maybe that's what this Thanksgiving has come to for you is being creative to see how God has brought some good in and around what is pretty challenging. I would just like to say that to be thankful and to express that thankfulness, it starts with remembering. Just taking the time to list these things. I remember the old gospel tune, count your many blessings. See what God hath done. Count your blessings. That's what I'm asking you to do is just count them, just list them. That's a good start in being thankful. The second step comes up a little earlier in verses 8 and 9, the second line of each one of those. In verse 8 it says, Make known his deeds among the peoples. Tell of all his wonderful works in verse 9. Make known and tell. I think this is the next step in our workshop of Thanksgiving it's not just to be thinking about Thanksgiving but to be sharing our Thanksgiving with somebody else something happens when we verbalize our thanks for somebody else we we find it more solid and they get blessed in the process Israel was never called to be the recipient of God's blessing and to keep it all to themselves. They were called to share that with the whole world. That was the promise to Abraham, that God would bless the whole world through him. And so it is with even those of us who are followers of Christ. We're not here just to hold this good news to ourselves, but to share it with the whole world. So it is with every thanksgiving. We're not to be hoarders of it, but sharers. There's a great story in 2 Kings chapter 7 of four lepers who leave their town that was completely surrounded by a fierce army, and they go into the camp really just to surrender, because at least there's food there. When they get there, they find that the camp's deserted. God had confused that army so that they had just left everything behind and ran for their lives. Well, these lepers just looked at all this loot, the spoils, and started to gather it and hide it. And then it dawned on them, this isn't right. This is a day, they said to themselves, this is a day of good news for all of Israel. We must go and tell the others what's happened. That's the spirit of, Thankful people as they start to count their blessings think about how God's been good but then they realize wait a minute I need to tell somebody else I've got to share this and so in this workshop of a sermon this morning I'm going to ask you to take maybe one thing if your list is just beginning maybe something's there maybe something else comes to mind but I'd like you to take just a minute or so, and turn to a neighbor you're comfortable with. I trust each of you. I see some people kind of sitting alone, so you might have to move a little bit. Go to where you can share something you're grateful for, and then let the other person share what they're grateful for. Just just share something out loud. And you might just say it like this, "I'm, I'm thankful to God for, or I thank God for whatever it might be would you take a a moment and I'll get my breath go ahead it's a workshop so let's work you're such good sports <laughs> see something happens when we go verbal with something we have just kept within and it allows that person to join in to the celebration but if you're following me I think the first step of remembering is what I would call thanks thinking the second step of telling is what I would call this morning thanks sharing But the holiday is called Thanksgiving. So there must be a a third step to this workshop. Uh, I've done the thinking about it, I've shared, but have I really given thanks yet? Well, our text tells us at the beginning of verse 8 and the beginning of verse 9, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, call on his name, sing to him, sing praises to him. You know, Israel was called not just to be blessed and to bless others, but Israel was called to bless the Lord, their God, to praise him for who he is and to thank him for all he had done and to do that even publicly, to praise him. And so it is for those of us who still follow that same living God through Christ, his Son, and in the power of the Spirit, we're, we're called to direct our praise and thanks to him for what he's done. You see, that's a different step. It may all get tied together in your mind, but there's really three steps there of of remembering, telling, and then actually giving thanks to the God who gave us the gift. A way of understanding this for me has come about when looking at some of the gifts I've received from my family, from friends, and uh, like I'm wearing this watch it was a gift a birthday gift from my wife a number of years ago we actually purchased it together but it was her gift to me that that birthday season and uh, I, I love this I'm so grateful for this because it's kind of a low profile I don't I don't like a real bulky watch it seems to get in the way and it's simple so I can see it real clearly it gives me the date. And it keeps real good time. So I've I've liked this, even though I've scratched up the face a little bit. This is something I'm grateful for. And I've even gone public. You now know that this is a gift, right? So I'm not only remembering, I'm telling. But what would you think of me if I had to admit to you today, oh, I've never thanked Deborah for this watch you would say that my thankfulness has been somewhat diminished by never actually turning to her and saying, thanks, Deborah, for for this watch. And that's the way it is with thanksgiving. We can think it. We can talk it. We can encourage one another to be thankful. But until we lift our eyes and speak to God directly, we've, we've just been working around our... Real thanksgiving. You see, thanks thinking and thanks sharing needs to lead to actually thanksgiving. So I'd recommend that we direct our thoughts to the living God this week. Not just talk about it, not just eat and enjoy football or whatever else it is we do to celebrate Thanksgiving, but that we actually give thanks to the living God who's given so much to us. That Beneficent Father who dwelleth in the heavens, as Abraham Lincoln said. And so I would encourage you this week to find some way in your personal life, maybe even in your family life, to direct praise to him. Our final hymn actually gets around to thanking God directly. I've inserted a litany of thanksgiving that actually thanks God directly. And you can take this, use it in your own life, maybe even in your family gathering this week if you want to adapt it or add phrases to it that's completely yours. But what it does is it it actually says, we thank you, God. You see, when you use the words you or, or yours, we're actually directing the thanks to God. Otherwise, we're just talking around him and about him. And so this this litany of thanksgiving goes all the way to the very end of actually giving thanks. So I would encourage you this week to find a way to express your thanks to our Beneficent Father, our Heavenly Parent who says to us, what do you say, kids, whether he rubs his eye or, or not, wants to hear from us. Our gratefulness expressed to him let me pray God would you come and not only give us what we need but would you even give us grateful hearts that can express that gratefulness to others and most importantly directly to you so would you help us in this week of Thanksgiving to truly be practicing this skill this we pray in the name of Christ and with the help of your spirit. Amen. So let's stand.